Hello everyone, my name is Amira, and today I have Blakely with me. Hi Blakely, thank you for being with us today. Can you tell our listeners a little more about you? Yes, I can. Um, I am currently a manager at the Journey Store here at Fashion Show Mall. Um, I originally started working at the Kids Journey Store at the Galleria Mall, um, and I managed to work my way up. I started working there my senior year of high school. I would say it was pretty, I started working there as a part-time job, mostly just because with senior year and everything, we know how hectic that is. It was a pretty good job to start off. I really wanted customer service experience, so that way in my future careers, I already had that behind me. Um, so yeah, I started as a sales person at the Galleria Mall, at specifically at Kids Journeys, and then after working there for about a year, I started being able to accept more hours because I started my freshman year at college, and so I was able to get more experience, work more hours, which is what led me to getting a managerial position at the Kids Journeys. Um, I was hired during COVID actually while I was there. So then because of that, when we came back, when Galleria Mall opened back up and we were at Kids Journeys, I ended up being bumped up to a higher managerial position and then Fashion Show actually needed a managerial position. So they just transferred me there about five months ago. So that's currently where I'm working at. Nice, nice. So that's a good, um, a good segue into our next question because you did mention COVID-19 and that's really what this podcast is about is being a manager during COVID. So what difficulties have your business um, or organization, so journeys, faced due to COVID-19? Well, we definitely for sure at first, um, it was just overall really hectic when we had to go into the pandemic. It was really hard for us to just the managerial team figure out what we were going to do so we did you know come to the conclusion of like how we were going to keep our employees safe and everything like that um especially when closing down and opening back up so we were um when we did open back up it was actually around the end of summer and we definitely did have a lot of like lack of business because a, it was the summer so a lot of people were still very hesitant to go out because you know it had just it was a very recent thing uh, COVID-19 was so a lot of people weren't wanting to come into the store um, as well as just during the um, shutdown we had to specifically lay off a lot of people sadly um, due to the lack of business, meaning we had a lot of budget cuts, meaning we definitely had to make some layoffs with our employees. And then, yeah, once we opened back up, we weren't making that money back necessarily because we were not having as much business as we were used to, meaning we weren't having as many sales and revenue. Um, so we definitely had a little bit of a struggle due to COVID-19 with our organization. So next question, as a manager of a business that was obviously impacted by COVID-19, did you see any changes in your organizational culture? 
So I'm going to define that for you and for our listeners who may not be familiar with that term. So according to the textbook that we use for our management course here at Nevada State College, Lucier and Hinden define organizational culture um, as something that consists of the values, beliefs, and assumptions about appropriate behavior that members of an organization share. So did you see any changes or have any changes or implement any changes of to your organizational culture? Um, you know, our core belief has always stayed providing um, excellent customer service to our guests. That's really what we were we always make our team aware of. We always really want our team to focus on, you know, providing the best care that we can for our customers as well as the best service. However, with the pandemic, we I definitely can say that we did have to add so that our guests feel safe and comfortable. So we did have to add, you know, the employee man, we had to add employees mask mandate. We even had to have our customers uh, mandatory masked. And then with that, we also added, you know, having to keep social distancing. Like I mentioned before, we had to do um, 50% capacity. At one point, we were 25% capacity. Um, So yeah, that was just stuff that we added to some of our core beliefs. You know, not only were we wanting them now to have the best service, but we also wanted them to be safe and comfortable entering our store, as well as wanting to make sure our employees felt safe and comfortable in our store. Um, do you think that the mask and the sanitizing, the social distancing or capacity control, do you think that encouraged a safer environment and one and like allowed more people to come into your store? They felt more comfortable. Do you think that actually worked? Yes or no? Um, I would say that it definitely worked because yes, at first, like when we opened back up, I had mentioned people were really hesitant because You know, when we first opened back up in the summer, a lot of organizations outside of even my personal one, I knew were having issues with like, what rules should we put in place? Should we have social distancing? Should we have mandated masking? Things like that. So at first, a lot of people weren't coming in just because we weren't 100% sure of what rules we wanted to put in place. So yeah, I would say when we set that definite rule of social distancing, masking, sanitizing, it made people more comfortable because they knew like what they were expected to do when they came in. Whereas beforehand, there was a little bit of hesitancy, which is why we had such little business at the beginning. But now I would say we definitely have gone back up in sales um, just because, yeah, a lot of people are feeling more comfortable coming in and other stores opening up around us also made that possible. People felt more comfortable and I just feel like now they are definitely more accepting because there isn't a blurred line between what they're expected to do anymore. Nice. Okay, so next question is besides the um, ones you previously mentioned, what other protocols have been implemented at your store? Um, The first thing that we kind of implemented I know was like I had said um, before, like specifically how many people could come in and everything. And with that, we also had to implement like our trying on policy i know that for sure like you know we are a shoe store so when people came in they were expecting for us to like hand them items to try on and stuff but because we had to sanitize and clean everything we ended up having to make a rule of like a limited try on amount and things like that and if people had that issue we would definitely direct them to online shopping but with that also came a um, return policy edit so we used to have a pretty lenient lenient um return policy where you know people could we didn't really have a specific 
day. We didn't have to specifically have like a receipt in the box and everything. But now um, because of COVID, we needed to make sure everything was sanitized and clean. So we had to make it a lot more strict. So now they have a day limit. We also have to have the receipt and make sure they're in the box and they definitely don't look used. Whereas used to, you know, we would clean it up ourselves sometimes. Now we definitely need to make sure that they weren't worn at all because we want to make sure that it's clean for the next person who has it. So were the, the new protocols that um, you implemented, did you get like angry people, complaints about it and whatnot? Yeah, we definitely did. I want to say a lot of people were upset specifically about the try-on issue, which I have seen with other stores in the mall, you know, not being able to try on things. A lot of people are having an issue where they have to return it or make multiple returns or they just don't want to purchase it because they don't know if it fits. And we definitely got some angry customers for that, especially with the return policy. We have had to turn down people, you know, and say, oh, we can't return this item. It looks like it has been used. It's not within the 30 days. So we definitely had a lot of complaints, um, which was never really our intention, but we really did just want to keep everybody safe um, that we, as much as we could. Understandable. So, since your employees have to deal with, you know, these people and their, their emotions, their angriness, um, how did you as a manager keep your employees motivated to actually come into work even though they have the potential to get mistreated on a daily basis? Um, I know when we first came in we definitely decided that we needed to assign roles so job simplification was something that we really looked into um, me and the higher-ups and other managerial positions at the mall um, so what we ended up doing was originally before COVID, what we had was we always had someone, you know, like cleaning or doing inventory in the back, um, making sales on the floor, as well as working cash register. And with those roles at first, before the pandemic, everyone just kind of picked up what they saw wasn't being done. But to make everybody feel safe and more motivated to come into work, um, we wanted them to be able to expect exactly what they were going to be doing that day instead of just assuming all of these roles in once or at one shift. So we ended up creating a different schedule where everyone had a specific role now instead of doing all roles in one shift and then they just exchange shifts, which is how we also ended up implementing our reward system where whoever makes the most floor sales during the week or during that month period, they ended up getting a small raise at the end of each month. So that really um, motivated people to come into work and make the floor sales. And because they were a different shift every day, that gave everybody the opportunity to at least work one shift where they could make floor sales. Okay, so it sounds like that you said that um, you basically delegated tasks to other people to people um, to make their jobs simpler. So according to our textbook um, that we use for the class, um, sounds like you implemented job design, which is the process of identifying tasks that each employee is responsible for and completing, as well as identifying how those tasks will be accomplished, which I think is a great strategy because job design is crucial and it affects satisfaction and productivity um, of your organization. So um, one of our last questions would be, so since you made jobs simpler through job design, um, it sounds like you had to make more hires. So what was the process um, that you used to go about that? 
like training or hiring, interviewing in the pandemic? How did you go about that? Okay. So, I mean, first we definitely started with recruiting. Um, we ended up asking uh, our current customers if they had any referrals of, you know, relatives, family, things like that, or people that they knew would be good for the job. We also, you know, put on our online application applications on multiple platforms. And then with that, we did also give out applications in person. So we did put, you know, that we were hiring in the store and then anybody that was interested could just come pick up the paper application from the front desk. So after we got in all of the applications, we started our like selection process. And you know, during that process, we were mostly just looking for specifically like who is best fit for the job. We really wanted to make sure that um, you know they had some form of like customer service experience. And when we were looking at them, you know, we wanted to make sure their personality was like at least fit for the position. So we wanted to make sure that. Um, they were, they were friendly, they were able to communicate well with their co-workers and with us, they were able to you know, be very welcoming for our customers because that's what we really want our customers to see when they come into the store is having this very uh, talkative, you know, very welcoming person uh, specifically on the floor for when they first come in. So after your selection process, the next step would obviously be the interview. So according to our textbook, there's about six steps for an interview, which includes like reviewing the job description, preparing a realistic job preview, planning the type of interview, developing questions for all the candidates, develop a form, and develop questions for each for each candidate. So out of those six steps, were there any that kind of changed or that you had to alter due to us being in a pandemic? Yeah, well, we definitely had to, you know, we couldn't, we weren't able to um, go through our regular uh, interview process just because, you know, we wanted everyone to be comfortable. So the first step that we automatically took was, you know, how will we do this on like an online format? So we ended up, you know, they provided our, their emails on the application. So we were able to send them, you know, a Zoom link so we could do the interview through Zoom. So there was one person on the actual site of our store and then the rest of our team met with the candidate through a Zoom call and then we also ended up changing up some of the questions because we really wanted to specifically ask them how they felt during the pandemic because you know the comfort of our employees was something we were looking for so we did ask a couple more questions of like how they felt with working during a pandemic you know we were more lenient with some of the questions on hours just to make sure that they got their comfortable hours and everything like that so we did also make some um, focused questions specifically about working during the pandemic which was a change that we had to make Blakely you have been a great interviewee um, my last thing is that do you have any advice for any managers that are managing during a pandemic um, the only advice that I really would give that I even like gave my team and just had to give myself too is, you know, these things do definitely take time. It's definitely going to be a process. So you definitely have to be patient with everything that's going on and figuring everything out, but also just make sure you keep everyone's best interest in mind. I know it's a little hard to try to figure out what everyone's best interest is and schedule around that and fix organization around that, but it really is up to us to make sure that our team and customers and everyone in the store feels comfortable with what's all going on. So I just always say, you know, keep everyone's best interest in mind and definitely be patient with the process. Nice. Thank you. That concludes our interview. Thanks everyone for listening.